0: Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all-access pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast Series. I am your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to episode 28 of the podcast. Today is July 13th, and I hope everyone is staying cool, staying safe. Today, we're going to cover a topic that doesn't get a whole lot of visibility, and that's chronic care management, also known as CCM. With the expansion of telehealth and telemedicine services, I want to give you some good pro tips that are going to help you navigate CCM services. So before we dive into our topic, it's time for your Monday dose of positivity, the Mindset Monday tip, and it's brought to you by Project Resume. When is the last time you had your resume updated? Your resume is literally your entry ticket to that next great opportunity. Project Resume will design a customized ATS-friendly resume to demonstrate your unique skills and experience. Even better, it's written by coders for coders. Make that investment in yourself today and visit projectresume.net mention my code Alpha Coding for special pricing. So our Mindset Monday tip is all about letting your light shine bright. The quote I want to share with you says, some people are going to reject you simply because you shine too bright for them. And that's okay. Keep shining. The thing is, people are always going to find things to criticize and judge you for. That's just human nature. They are confined to their own limiting beliefs of what they believe is possible. So you just have to ignore that noise. They're going to have a lot of limitations on what they believe is possible. The world needs your gifts, your talents, your insights. So, never dim your light or make yourself smaller to make other people feel better or more secure about their own choices. So, it's important to shine your light bright and never shrink yourself into places that you've outgrown. Today, we're going to cover my top 10 pro tips for navigating chronic care management services. I talked about remote patient monitoring, also known as RPM, in episode 23. So, if you you haven't heard that episode, be sure to check it out. CCM has some similarities in terms of the reporting guidelines and the time thresholds, but this carve-out service can be a great benefit to patients requiring that extra hand-holding and support that traditional medicine doesn't currently allow for. So I want to give you some good tips that are going to help you operationalize and better understand this program and how it applies to your organization. And this brings me to my pro tip number one, understand the mission of chronic care management. So the program started in 2015, and we've seen slow adoption rates, primarily because the operational infrastructure that's required to support CCM is complex. That's typically where folks get stuck. So there are two types of CCM. There's non-complex CCM and complex CCM. We're going to talk about the differences, but it's important to understand the mission of CCM, which is to really provide that extra support layer to patients that are chronically sick and can benefit from a CCM program. Pro tip number two, understand the medical necessity criteria for CCM. So all patients that are going to be enrolled in a CCM program must have two or more chronic conditions that are expected to last at least 12 months or until the patient's death. These chronic conditions must place the patient at higher risk and a comprehensive care plan must be established, implemented, revised, and monitored on a continual basis. The other component is patient consent. So you have to obtain patient consent for the CCM program in the enrollment process to ensure that the patient is not only engaged and aware of the program, but understands the applicable cost sharing. So these components are critical for satisfying the medical necessity criteria for CCM. Pro tip number three, know the most common conditions managed by CCM programs. So, this is really important, especially as you're defining your inclusion and exclusion criteria. You want to identify the right candidates for the CCM programs. The success of a CCM program starts with identifying the right candidates for the program. So, common conditions like Alzheimer's and dementia, arthritis, AFib, cancer, cardiovascular disease, COPD, depression, These are all examples of common conditions that are managed by CCM programs. Pro tip number four, study the CPT codes and guidelines for CCM. So you're going to want to open up your CPT book and take a look at CPT code 99490. Now the order of these CCM codes can be a bit confusing to coders, so you want to mark up your book so that you understand which code applies to which resource and the time threshold that's required to justify that code. CPT code 99490 9490 is the non-complex CCM code is applicable for clinical staff that provides 20 minutes of CCM to a patient in a calendar month. So it's important that you understand the definition of clinical staff, which we're going to talk about in just a minute, and you also meet the time threshold. You'll notice in CPT code 99491, the resource required to render that code is physician-based. So there must be a physician or other qualified healthcare professional like an MP or Or a PA, and they must meet the minimum threshold of 30 minutes. So, we'll talk about complex CCM as we get further into the episode, but it's important that you understand these codes, the time threshold requirements, and the clinical documentation associated with each code. Pro tip number five know what constitutes the definition of clinical staff. So, this is gonna be based on state laws and scope of practice rights. So, this is where a comprehensive understanding of incident two guidelines is critical because CCM services are furnished incident to the billing physician or other qualified healthcare professional. And understand the CPT definition of clinical staff. So every state is different in terms of what meets that definition. In some states, that's a medical assistant. In some states, that requires a nursing degree of some sorts. So it's important to refer back to state law, licensure, and scope of practice requirements. So you'll notice that the CCM codes only require general supervision under the Medicare physician fee schedule. So general supervision means that the service does not have to be personally performed by the billing practitioner, but it's performed under their overall direction and control. So it's important to know the difference between general supervision and direct supervision, and that CCM falls under the general supervision requirements. Pro tip number six, know the difference between CCM and complex CCM. So these are typically referred to as non-complex CCM and complex CCM. The main difference is the amount of clinical staff service time that's required, the involvement of the work of the billing practitioner and the extent of care planning that was rendered. So CPT code 99487 has a minimum time threshold of 60 minutes. And this requires the establishment or substantial revision of the care plan. We're gonna talk about the care plan documentation requirements in just a minute. It also requires moderate or high level medical decision-making be documented. CPT code 99489 is reported for each additional 30 minutes of complex CCM rendered and documented. So this is where it's important to understand the difference between the non-complex CCM codes and the complex CCM codes and what add-on opportunities exist for each component. Pro tip number seven, tracking mechanisms will make or break a CCM program's success. Very similar to RPM programs, you have to have robust tracking mechanisms in place and integrated with your systems. Everything has to be quantified and track based on the number of minutes per patient because there can't be any overlap in the services. Pro tip number eight, understand the comprehensive care plan documentation requirements. So your standard SOAP note requirements are not gonna be sufficient for CCM. There has to be a comprehensive care plan that includes a problem list, an expected outcome and prognosis for each condition being managed, measurable treatment goals, symptom management, plan interventions and identification of, of the individuals responsible for each intervention, medication management, the community and social services that are ordered as part of the CCM program, a description of how services of agencies and specialists outside of the practice are going to be directed and coordinated, a schedule that outlines all of the upcoming care plan activities that can be periodically reviewed and revised as needed. So this comprehensive care plan documentation is robust and it must be patient specific. Pro tip number nine, no Double dipping, So it's absolutely imperative that there's no overlap between your CCM time and your RPM time or any other service component because double dipping is considered fraudulent billing. You want to make sure that you avoid this at all cost. And the way to ensure this is through those robust tracking mechanisms, routine audits. So it's absolutely critical that all staff that's involved in the CCM program understand the nuts and bolts and the compliance regulations associated with CCM. It's also important to note that you can't report complex CCM and non-complex CCM for the same patient in a given calendar month. So you would either have one or the other. You're never going to report both. Pro tip number 10, patient accessibility and engagement are critical components for a successful CCM program. So one of the basic requirements of a CCM program is that you must provide 24-7 access to physicians or NPs, PAs to patients and caregivers so that they can access and have contact with these professionals to address any urgent needs that may come up at any given time or day of the week. This is a basic requirement. So if you don't have the bandwidth to provide 24-7 access, then you're not meeting the program criteria to render CCM services. It's also important that your patients have multiple ways of reaching out to providers, whether that be a secure HIPAA compliant patient portal, secure text messaging, asynchronous non-face-to-face, face consultations. These are all services that should be provided to patients that are enrolled in a CCM program. So grab a pen and paper to summarize my top 10 pro tips for navigating CCM services. Number one, understand the mission of CCM. Number two, understand the medical necessity criteria for CCM. Number three, know the most common conditions managed by CCM programs. Number four, study the CBT codes and guidelines for CCM. Number five, know what Constitutes the definition of clinical staff. Number six, know the differences between CCM and complex CCM. Number seven, tracking mechanisms will make or break CCM program success. Number eight, understand the comprehensive care plan documentation requirements. Number nine, no double dipping. Number 10, patient accessibility and engagement are critical components for a successful CCM program. So it's time for this week's coding pro tip and is brought to you by contemporary. Coding, which is an on-demand educational resource provider created for coders by coders. They specialize in affordable coding certification prep courses to help you accelerate in your career. Right now, they're offering $100 off the Certified Risk Adjustment Coding Prep Course when you order through our affiliate website. Visit our website alphacodingexperts.com and head over to the Deals and Discounts tab for a link to take advantage of this absolute steal of a deal. If you have a coding-related question and would like it to be featured in one of our coding pro tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. So this week's coding pro tip comes to us from Illinois. Hi, Tony. We're receiving a lot of denials on our Modifier 25 claims with visits and same-day counseling services. How can we troubleshoot these denials? Well, this is a complex issue, and this is something that I think a lot of organizations struggle with, and you have to go back to the guidelines and what they state. Modifier 25 should be used to report significant Significant and separately identifiable evaluation and management services that are provided on the same date of service. So it's imperative that the clinical documentation provides separation between carve outs between the two services. So if time based billing is a factor, the time has to be quantified for the separateness of each service. Comprehensive clinical documentation is important. Ongoing monitoring and feedback is also critical for Modifier 25 compliance. So it's really important to go back to the basics understand when modifier 25 is applicable, when it's not applicable, and then go from there. Please remember to hit that subscribe button now so you never miss another episode. Also, be sure to drop us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your support. So this concludes today's episode. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire Alpha Coding Experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com.